Hey, and welcome to another episode of e-commerce and brand growth. I'm your host, Michael Campanaro, e-commerce expert, marketing specialist, and owner of Porters.io, a company dedicated to helping brands scale their businesses online with e-commerce and marketing tactics. In any case, let's jump in here and talk about our first topic today. I want to talk about marketing personas and how you can help leverage them to increase your sales with your different uh, channels that you are doing marketing and advertising in for. So if you haven't heard of personas before, uh, just to take one step back first, personas are essentially made up characters that you're going to create for your brand. And then you're going to use them in different ways to relate to audiences or target new audiences. They are really important because you're going to ultimately learn first a lot about people who already bought your products or could be potentially buying your products. These personas are essentially um, going to fit in whatever initiative you're after. So for example, if you're looking to reach new audiences, instead of just thinking about them in your head, you actually may think about researching how those potential audiences behave and what their other interests are. So looking into other like-minded brands or brands that may be competing in the space and then taking account for their audiences and who they are too. So that's one way, for example, it could be used. But ultimately, these are ways to create segmentation in your advertising and as well as your creative too, so that your content's more focused on specific audiences, whether they be people who you're testing or people that you already know. It's a better, more targeted, um, more fine-tuned way of reaching people and relating to people. These personas also move past just focusing on income, uh, location, and gender, and age. They dive in and talk more about things like interests, motivations, challenges, um, like their profession, and there's a lot more details that you can include. I also sometimes include a photo and just like try to really create a person out of who you're speaking to. And this will make things just a lot easier moving forward. And I'll kind of dive into that in these examples ahead of us. All right. So how do you make customer personas? The first step is questioning what you're going to be using them for, and that can then help dive into the to the next steps. Um, once you define who you are trying to, or what you're trying to target them for, uh, whether that be, for example, ads, like we mentioned before, or if you're trying to create some new designs for your company and you want to get um, an idea of who you're creating those designs for, this is then where you would start. Once you're ready to dive in and get some information, there are several different ways to go about doing this. One way is surveying your current customers or even offering surveys to customers who aren't yet your customers. This surveying is really great. It can even lend itself to some lead generation if you're savvy with it. If you have a brand that sells products that are a necessity or that a lot of people want, you actually could spread a pretty big net out there and you could capture a lot of new people who you've never had as customers before by incentivizing their submission for a survey. So this is a really great way to get some new customers, get some information from people who have never even heard about you or your brand before and have some fresh eyes on on it, but also gain information about them that then you can create new personas 
is over. Another surveying tool would be to survey your current customer base and even segments of your customer base to further understand who they are. Uh, this could be done using survey tools that are free, like Google Forms, um, which just go into a Google spreadsheet, or you could use something like SurveyMonkey, Typeform, there's tons of stuff out there. One of my favorite things is actually Video Ask, and the reason for this is that it incorporates video, so you're now able to get some observations in those videos that people are submitting and you can hear some sentiment too. So you actually can draw some conclusions based on how they are um, answering your question rather than just text-based. So taking a step back, uh, Video Ask is a platform made by Typeform, I believe. And what it does is allow you to create a customer journey or experience through your survey that um, based on the answers could ultimately like serve a different question or you could give the same create one survey and just move people through and sort of guide that survey. So this is a great way to maybe explain some of your questions, maybe uh, give them a little bit more context before they answer them. And then you could have open-ended questions or multiple choice questions or however you need them to answer the question. And so um, this just, again, it allows you to really observe and get a little bit more information from people. You also can use your current customers and you can kind of invite them to have an interview. This is getting a little bit more hands-on, but it is just another layer that you could use in your research that could ultimately help you build out your personas more. What you'd like ideally is a survey group that is over a hundred people. I mean, pushing a thousand might be a better number, but you, the more people that you can get to survey, the more rounded out your data is going to be, and the more you could draw from those conclusions um, and use that as actionable insights too. You're looking for information that is qualitative and quantitative. So you want to have your basis covered in terms of how you're surveying people. And I don't wanna say not to have open-ended surveys, but you don't wanna have a whole survey and a whole questionnaire that's just open-ended because essentially your data is just all over the place at that point and you're weeding through too much information. So make sure that you have a good balance between the two. All right, so now once you have your persona uh, or your research done for your personas, what you can do is start putting that information together in little profiles. Um, I like to think of this as building like a Facebook or Instagram or like a bio on a social media profile and writing them in a way that someone would really write like a bio about themselves. Don't make it too rigid or stiff or think too hard about how you're writing. It should really sound like it's coming from the person who you are trying to personify. The best way to just lay this out really easily could be in a Google Sheet. Just fill it out in some categories or rows, really however you wanna do it. It doesn't really matter at this point. I do like to just toss in a profile picture of just somebody maybe who fits the persona or maybe just so I can essentially like create this person in my head of who I'm talking to. So you'd put a picture and a have their name on it, just make up a fake name. Uh, and you could kind of make something funny that's maybe rela related to that character, like sad Samuel or something. If you're trying to like uh, create a health and wellness company that uh, it makes people happy or something. You could create like different personas like that. But I like to put a name to it and then refer to that person within my company or team 
uh, as that name so that now I'm really giving it a life. So once you have these personas documented and you've taken the survey information and like use that into your personas, now is when you can really start to use these personas. And one thing that I like to start off explaining first is that you can use these personas in ads and you can use them as audiences that you're testing against. So let's build out about maybe three to four personas based on the research and information that you have. Maybe even think of a few of, of these clients in your head that you have or customers in your head that you have that might be perfect for you and build them out as personas and then test them. So test them in ads um, because now you can actually use all of that targeting, that behavioral and interest targeting. You can actually set that up in your campaigns and then you're now running them against each other and you can see what's performing well. You can run the same creative against those different audiences and just get an idea of performance for that creative. You also could um, A-B test creative in each of those campaigns that you set up. And then you also could create some custom content for each of those personas. And that's ultimately like where you wanna take this next is creating ad campaigns and testing creative against them for those ad campaigns for those particular personas. So you have two things kind of happening here. One is a test for just the audience performance, and another is a test to actually see if you can really, really create content that's strong for these specific audiences. So if you have those four personas, you essentially have four different campaigns with different ad groups for those personas, and then you're retargeting those personas and people separately from one another. This is allowing you to ultimately like get a really good bird's eye view of how that performance does. Now, this doesn't just have to apply to your ads. This actually can be how you're creating content within your systems as well. So for example, email marketing, you could create different segments for these different types of personas based on how people maybe answered a question at their sign up for the email. Um, so now this is another way of surveying is that you're actually gaining information when someone fills out their email on an opt-in and you're asking them specific questions that you may then use to personify them too. And then on the back end of Klaviyo, you're now consolidating those into segments and you're really building out your segments there so that you can create content for those segments. Instead of creating one content for this idea of your whole audience being the same person, you're now making it just a little bit more customized and a little bit more personalized based on those personas and what their interests may be. I can see this really becoming a great way to market a brand that is selling a lot of different products that could relate to a lot of different people. It doesn't necessarily need to be like a gender thing, like, a, oh, these are men's products, women's products, or um, unisex products. Like This actually is a great thing to start thinking about of like whether they're regardless of gender, like more so into the details of your observations that you gain from those research that you've done, you now can then use that to think about which products might be good for each persona. And then you can market to those personas with those products or those collections of those products. So there's so many different ways that you can loop this into your marketing and to your branding. And I think that people oftentimes don't spend the time in planning to focus on personas. Might You might find that more with a uh, marketing director or a company like ours that works with 
a lot of companies on a regular basis, but I don't necessarily see brands internally doing this on their own. So I would suggest like if you are a small company just starting off, take the time to do this. And also if you're a brand that has been in existence, maybe take a step back for a second if you don't have these already developed because it's just a great way to move forward in a direction that's really becoming more personalized. I think that as we see a lot of new technology come out and a lot of things maybe being more copycats of other things, staying unique and staying really personalized is going to continue to separate you from other brands in the in your market and in your competition. So be sure that you're putting this into the mix of how you set up your campaigns and create new content. There's so much more that we could talk about with personas. And I think just understanding what they are and at a high level how you can be using them at your company is the first step. And then you can dive in and do some more research again on the topic. But I will definitely talk about these more in episodes ahead as they do relate to a lot of things that we do. You'll hear me talk about personas a bunch and um, I want to make sure that you understand that and that we can dive deeper into this topic in further episodes. Uh, So yeah, I just want to take one last minute and say if you haven't hit the subscribe button to go ahead and hit the subscribe button and click the like button on this episode, I will be dropping episodes on a weekly basis. And if you've been back for another listen, thanks so much for listening again. I really appreciate your support. I will make sure to check any questions or comments that you leave about this episode or maybe some questions you might have where I could create new episodes around. Uh, Be sure to leave those comments in the comment section. And I will be back for another episode shortly, so stick around. Thanks.